This meeting is being recorded. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our bi-weekly porpoisodes. My name is Madison, and I am taking the lead on this porpoisode of this day. How is everyone doing? Fabulous. I actually don't like the smell of jet fuel in the morning, despite what my co co-workers say. Okay. It's very gross. It's terrible. All right. That's my Might life I update. Might I preface? Why? Might I preface that um, I am taking the lead on this episode today because my co-hosts are intoxicated. We're jamming. We're jamming. So, any life updates, friends? Um, I would just like to take this time to plug the entire Santa Cruz drag scene. Um, I've been going to a lot of drag shows. It started at Drag Queen Bingo, hosted by the world famous Franzia Rose and Warm Flat Cherry Cola. Please look them up on Instagram. Warm Flat Cherry Cola is Warm Flat Cherry Cola. Um, Franzia is Drink Franzia. Um, and there are just some really fabulous drag performers in this area. Like the drag scene in Santa Cruz is so good, and they are. They're, they're, most of them are part of um, something called the House of Libations, and they're all unhinged, and it's the best thing that I've seen, and I'm missing a drag trivia event right now to be here to record, so that's my life update. Also, I, I keep lip sync battling for my life, and I keep winning. Every time yeah, I go to bingo, if you... If you win bingo at the same time, you have to lip sync for your life. And also I've learned that this is the key to making friends in Santa Cruz. Didn't know it was going to be so much easier to make friends in Santa Cruz and Monterey, but it's especially easy when you lip sync battle and like, you just like, you know, get on a table and take your clothes off or whatever, not fully naked, but you know, do you, you befriend people, do you befriend people with like your um, googly eyed hot dogs as well? <laughs> um i those were like a surprise gift oh i thought that was like part of your drag show well, it was <laughs> but i did so i got scared because so okay so for christmas i sent out a christmas card to 60 people um and i did my rendition of dick in a box which was which i also wore to one of the christmas drag bingo events um, and I had on like fishnets and like a onesie and some boots and um, a tiny cowboy hat and I drew a mustache on my face and I had a box full of hot dogs, legitimate hot dogs. And I put a piece of tape around them and then I put googly eyes on them and I had those were my dicks in a box. You also and made a very informative tutorial on how to create the dicks in the box. I saw I, the I picture. Really I saw the picture of it, I think, but I don't. Yeah, I think it was. I saw the picture because that description sounds familiar, but I don't remember. I, <laughs> that's awesome that you made a tutorial, though. <laughs> it was just like a small tutorial that I sent to a handful of close friends. Um, and fun fact about this, um, this Christmas card is that I sent it to a friend of mine who works on a whale watch in San Diego. And he literally is the Grinch. He's the grumpiest motherfucker I've ever met in my life. And I was like, give me your address so I can send you a Christmas card. And he's like, I need to be on Christmas alone. And I was like, all right. 
And then later on, I'm like, where do you work? And so I sent it to his work. <laughs> Very clever. I addressed it to him and his work. And I said, and and apparently the, the corporate office opened it. And, he, and I got him in trouble a little bit. They called him in and they were like, hey, call this man pale. Um, they're like, hey, pale. <laughs> You can't, like, this is your warning about having inappropriate mail sent to the office. And he was like, what? Like, he was, like, shocked because he didn't know this was coming. Um, and they're like, this is your warning. And so they had it in, like, a separate envelope um, that, like, <laughs> and, the, and they showed it to him. And apparently, like, his boss laughed when, like, he opened it up and she could see the shock on his face <laughs> that it wasn't from him and then all apparently all his coworkers asked why he got in trouble and then he showed everyone the christmas card that's pretty um iconic <laughs> thank you almost got a man did they wait did 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 uh the boss like uh, did, did his boss like recognize that it was like he didn't like he wasn't trying to send it yeah no once she realized like it's funny now it's it's now funny to everyone involved <laughs> and he was like next time if you're gonna send something and i tell you not to send it just tell me that and i'll give you an address and i was like okay sounds good also this is only a problem for you erica because your christmas card would be sexually explicit please for the love of god don't send me anything like that erica i mean <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm there was just like a like like it was just like a little risque and like maybe there was some ass in it yeah God. just a little nudity I'm I gonna mean, make that... it a tradition I think next year I want to be like naked on a horse or something beautiful <laughs> yeah beautiful but I mean that sound that situation sounds exactly what would happen if you send send something to my office knowing the jokesters that are at my where i work that would definitely be the reaction hr would get mad and then if my and then if the rest of management saw it they'd probably bust out laughing i mean this is a special friend who needed this christmas card and it is funnier that it happened i know i'm, I'm just <laughs> a special friend a special oh special God, friend a special someone guys. fuck off <laughs> I've, I've been calling that from the beginning <laughs> Everyone has been calling it from the beginning, but it's not a thing. Stop. Erica, I'm pale. I hate Erica you. Pale. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> not a thing. Liam, so Liam, I heard that you love or you do not love the smell of jet fuel in the morning, but did you have any other life updates for us? Not really. I mean, I, I've, ha I've had a few close calls at work already. I mean, Friday the 13th was nice because nice. I almost... Me and another one, me and my coworker, we almost poisoned ourselves because we were trying to, we were trying to tighten a valve and like a, like a bunch of jet fuel, like landed right on our cheek, like very close to our mouths. Oh my gosh. Which we had to quickly like bolt out and wash our, and wash our face off. But yeah, as far from that, I just, I don't like. Yeah, I'm around planes, but I don't like jet fuel. I hate it. It's horrible. Had that been have that been like Avgas, which has lead in it, we would have been dead. My goodness. Wow. Okay. Well, that is a great update. 
My update is that I need to get on the onesie game because, like I said, my co-hosts today, Liam and Erica, are intoxicated, and they are also both wearing Orca onesies. So I feel a little bit of FOMO since I love drugs and alcohol, but I no longer do them. And on the theme of today's episode, the reason my co-hosts are um, indulging in mind-altering substances is because the topic of today's episode is animals that get intoxicated. And this is a episode that I've been wanting to do for a very long time. I just think it's very interesting and fun. And I like the idea of animals getting high while I no longer do. So I thought we'd make this into a bit of a drinking game. Mm -hmm. And I have several examples of animals that get either high or drunk. And I thought I'd share them with you guys, Liam and Erica. And after I share about it, you take a sip and give me your response. Sound fun? Yeah. Okay, let's start. The first one is reindeer. In Siberia, reindeer, also known as caribou, are common. And so is the hallucinogenic mushroom Amanita muscaria. Biologists have documented reindeer getting high enough to fly Santa's sleigh causing them to act almost as if drunk, running around aimlessly, making strange noises, and twitching their heads. A few researchers have argued that the combination of reindeer and hallucinogenic mushrooms is the origin for the Santa story. Um, They're just trying to slay, bitch, obviously. I wanted to be like, slay. Like, when you said slay, they're just trying to slay. Slay. Just trying to have a good time. I always wanted to meet Rudolph. I wonder what he if he likes to do the same thing. He also has a red nose. He has a red nose because of the cocaine. <laughs> oh, not the cocaine! Don't, no, yeah. it would have been. Why no, would have been. No, it would have been. It would have been like I like this idea it? of mush of like mushrooms. Maybe there's like a special special. What 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 uh what species of mushroom is it? Did that they get? It's high called. Off? Amanita muscaria and it's maybe yeah I maybe there's like a bioluminescent very... version of that that he gets drunk off of or high isn't off of there a, isn't that the most classic looking mushroom but also apparently that's where the concept of christmas presents come from too because they would pop up underneath the trees oh like mushrooms oh like yeah. mushrooms. Oh. that that's the more you know idea fungi is so amazing but also rudolph yeah rudolph is definitely doing cocaine and that's why Coca-Cola likes to sponsor Christmas as a holiday. Really? Oh, my God. oh I see. Okay. <laughs> I see what you did there. So while I'm not sure where Erica's getting her sources, I will cite mine now. Yeah. Um, this information is coming from National Geographic, Australian Geographic, the Atlas Era, and Smithsonian Magazine. Are you ready I for got, the next animal? Mine. I got my sources from a book that I wrote, but it, I got them from a book. <laughs> book that you Okay, wonderful. I can't wait to read it. (laughs) Are you ready for the next animal? Let's go. Okay, next animal is the rough-toothed dolphin. In 1995, marine biologist Lisa Steiner was observing a pod of rough-toothed dolphins near the Azores when she noticed a few of them pushing around a pufferfish. This is odd behavior given that pufferfish produce tetrodotoxin, one of the most toxic and lethal substances known on Earth. Steiner hypothesized in a 1995 research paper that the dolphins were consuming minute amounts of tetrodotoxin to get high. Steiner reports that after playing with the inflated pufferfish, several dolphins were observed logging or lying motionless at the surface with their backs and the tops of their heads 
clearly visible. Which unhinged. I mean, I thought we see this in other dolphins too. We definitely see it in other dolphins too. Um, I'm trying to think of like what the equivalent of this is. I feel like maybe like bath salts or something because like bath salts are kind of toxic. So it's like the equivalent of them doing bath salts. Yeah. Or like DMT. And I'm yeah, and that's that- like some Florida shit right there. Yeah. And I'm wondering if I'm wondering if they actually like enjoy the sensation of getting high or if it's just them like if it's just them inadvertently getting you know effed on the uh, on the toxins from the pufferfish cuz I thought I read something somewhere that saying that said like you know they don't they don't deliberately try and get high from it but like it's the but I I don't know what it's I don't know what it said, but it was like it, it was you know because the po- because the poison is poison it like it doesn't count as getting high or or whatever or something like that it was it was odd but yeah I it, it it's is it just pufferfish or are there other fish that they do it too because I feel like yeah it's it's kind of like it, it's a reaction that's similar to if someone took like bat yeah bath salts or just like overdosed on i don't know nitrous oxide you know like that kind of which thing which is also like sort, of an, sort of an inadvertent maybe like an inadvertent high from doing something kind of goofy kind of stupid yeah and, and the this this uh, marine biologist like noted that it just seemed like play like they liked to inflate the puffer fish and and bop it around bop it around and i think so they maybe- know what they're doing i think they know what they're doing the, okay this is the equivalent of sniffing glue they know what they're doing <laughs> Sipping okay. a sharpie to get high. And there is a, a right. published research paper on this occurrence that I can share with everyone. Perfect. Are you guys ready for the next animal? Yeah, mm-hmm. go. Okay. Wallabies. Poppy wallabies. farmers on the Australian island of Tasmania oh. have reported wallabies entering their fields to consume the plants, which are grown as the raw materials for prescription painkillers. After eating the poppies, the small kangaroo-like animals run around in circles before finally passing out, according to a BBC report. Okay, that sounds a lot like my Czech family. Um, so, so okay, we so make cute. this thing called bukta, um, or like we call it like, you know, Czech pastry or whatever, but bukta, and it's basically like a dough that's like, it's it's cut very in like little thin slices, but in the center, and I'm doing a terrible job of describing this right now, is either a nut filling, cream cheese filling, or poppy seed. And my um, like my family members always joke like not to eat too much of the poppy seed pastry if you have to do a drug test because it'll come up on a drug test. But also, um, so my grandma, so my great grandma came over here illegally on her sister's passport. Her sister, I guess, got scared. My family's low-key toxic, so I kind of wonder if my great-grandma just, like, stole her sister's passport and said, fuck you, stay in the Czech Republic, I'm leaving. I don't know. Um, But anyways, we have family in the Czech Republic, and apparently, like, my, I don't know, second, third cousin, something like that, she, like, went over there, and there's, like, a language barrier, obviously, like, not that many of them speak English, Um, and they just got, like, very, like, drunk, and apparently my, like, second or third cousin woke up, like, passed out in a chicken field. And then- <laughs> Just like a wallaby. Like a wallaby. And also, 
Oh, I was thinking that this was a wombat. What is a wallaby? Wombats are so cute. I know. Uh, I was thinking. All right. Yeah. I think I I think I was thinking of wombat. I have like a stuffed wombat. He's so cute. Wallabies are also very cute. They're they look like mini kangaroos. Really? Stop. I know what you're talking about. Those are so cute. Yeah, and just when they're drunk, they're even funnier. Okay, I want to get drunk with a wallaby. Oh yeah, we need to go to Tasmania. Girl, so I, I have a travel bug. So Let's cute. go. Sorry. <laughs> yes, very cute. Are you guys ready for the next animal? Yes. yes, go. Okay. Butterflies. Butterflies enjoy a good brew, says Katie Prudick, an entomologist at the University of Arizona. I've gotten butterflies out of beer cans before. Males likely drink beer to boost their spermatophores, nutrient-rich packages that they give to females as a nuptial gift, Prudick says. And it's not just butterflies. Many entomologists often bait insect traps with beer. I wonder, yeah. really I mean... I get it. Yeah, I I get those those. Are they getting drunk though? The butterflies. The butterflies before and after. But that I'm not sure of. But they it boosts their spermatophores apparently. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I wish people could see Erica's like hand gestures. Oh yeah, her hand like, gestures are amazing. Because there was the, the they're the reverse Italian the. Reverse. No, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't call it like that because that just sounds like a sex, like a sex act. <laughs> There's like the um unsolicited like flipping us off earlier. Oh yeah, she did that like three times. She's just randomly. I think it's time you guys take Go a swig. It's like flipping us off. I, I, okay. She's gonna do it again. She's gonna do it a fourth time. There she goes. <laughs> you guys want to see the. If- Cool, the butterflies oh go ahead you want to see a cool like handshake you can do with your friends it's not really a handshake go i don't know your friend goes to high five you you make a fist and then you stick your thumb out and then you hit it like this you put the back of the fist on there and then you make a turkey <laughs> that's like that's like, what about this one erica go to high five me that's how grade. i pun- you go like this jellyfish jellyfish Oh yeah, what's the what's the what's the one where it's like it's you're doing a fist bump and then something goes like you know sh- gear shift. <laughs> That's a good one too. That's a good one. <laughs> oh my god! So the butterflies didn't impress you. How about white-tailed deer? Well, that's because butterflies are the <laughs> dumbest animal in the world. Butterflies are so beautiful, They're though. No, I disagree. I had to read a poem the other day from our from our liter. Um, from our uh literature teacher it was so it was about butterflies it was so nice it was written in like the 40s it was amazing that's beautiful it was it was all beautiful. butterflies can go to hell erica, erica. no <laughs> check yourself check yourself <laughs> check yourself for your czech family or for your czech family and friends i know i didn't know that about your czech family now you do i didn't now, know now i do yeah um butterflies are important pollinators Fine. Yeah, so. They're still stupid. Okay. What fine, whatever, fine. We'll ex- fine, we'll accept your, we'll accept your view on that. I, I'm going to agree to disagree because. I like yeah, actually, yeah, I, I changed my mind. I'm agreeing to disagree. Did you not <gasps> that of SpongeBob? Okay, you know, now oh, God, I agree. One, that episode Thank was you. horrifying. What did that, they name? Wormy. Wormy. Exactly. Wormy. Exactly. Now you understand. 
All right, I understand. Yeah. Okay. Fair. All right. Okay. Fair enough. SpongeBob over everything. That was I. I some I learned that was interesting about that episode was the 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 parts where it's like zoomed in on the face. That was stock footage from a Bill Nye episode. I'm not joking. It was like oh, a zoomed in. It was a zoomed in image of like a horse fly from a from a Bill <laughs> Nye episode. Well, that's great. Fun fact. Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Okay. We're moving on to white-tailed deer. Are you ready? Yes. White-tailed deer. Go. Okay. So Don Moore, the associate director of the Smithsonian National Zoo in Washington D.C., says. I've watched white-tailed deer eating fermented apples in orchards. Moore says they get pretty sleepy, even stumbly. It's a common observation in apple-growing regions, he adds. Do you want to hear another tidbit about rotting apples? Sure. So my grandparents had an apple orchard growing up in Ohio, and there were always tons of ladybugs. So I associated the smell of rotting apples with ladybugs. And until I was like 20, I thought that that's what ladybugs smelled like. You ever see the, yeah. <laughs> There's a video of a guy who like has a little bee on his, on his like finger. It's like a little bumblebee. And he's like sniffing the bumblebee. And he's like, he smells so good. He smells really good. And then it just cuts to him with a swollen lip going to the hospital and he's going like we're gonna get some um benadryl (laughs) but any but anyway so maddie what what was the what do they get high off of again fermented apple the white-tailed deer yeah they're eating fermented apple oh okay oh that's okay yeah that's why yeah that's why so it's like the squirrels eating the fermented berries and i forget is white-tailed deer just like just sporadically across the northwest like of north america yeah i believe so yeah you get them in california maybe where you are we have them in arizona uh, oh, oh okay okay if they're we have them here if they're far down then okay they basically just hug the western like north american continent basically yeah yeah they're pretty common which i've seen the increase in black-tailed deer which is kind of interesting if that's even what they're Ooh. called but the other black-tailed deer I just zoned out for everything. Just so <laughs> oh, you're back now. Yeah, there's black-tailed deer. <laughs> uh, okay, next one. Next. Moose. In 2011, various news outlets reported on an intoxicated moose that got stuck in an apple tree. I thought at first that someone was having a laugh. Then I went over to take a look and spotted a moose stuck in an apple tree with only one leg left on the ground, says Per Johansson who spotted the inebriated mammal in the garden next door to his house in Sweden. The moose likely got drunk eating apples, fermenting on the ground, and got stuck in the tree trying to get fresh fruit. A local news station reports, drunken moose are common in Sweden during the autumn season when there are plenty of apples lying around on the ground and hanging from branches in Swedish gardens. Why is it that, like, the the animals that are, seem to be most susceptible to this are, like, you know whatever the scientific name is for deer i think it's like cervidae ungulates ungulates okay yeah because like well you know yeah what so that that's their that's their scientific name for you know that's like their family that's for like two-toed um like animals okay yeah i I, they seem to be the most susceptible to this (laughs) i know and i'm thinking like moose are very large oh god end up in a tree that's fucking crazy and and there's actual like video and photos of it, of if it you just being it. like this in the apple tree 
It's exactly what, it's exactly that, Liam. Man, I wish people could see Liam now because he's doing funny gestures. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm wondering if he like, it, did, it, did he get his like, did he get his antler stuck? And then did he try to, oh jeez. <laughs> did, did he like try to hoist himself up to like get closer? And then he was just like this tangling mess. Look at Liam, man. <laughs> like this? Yes, basically. Yeah, he only had one. Li- and you can see the picture. And it's like kind of sad because it's like, how is he going to get out? But maybe he doesn't send care. Me that, send me that picture. I want to see that. You have to just Google moose stuck in apple tree. Moose stuck in apple tree. In okay. Sweden in 2011. Moose stuck in app in tree. Oh, God. There's a whole video. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, you see it? Yeah, wow. poor guy. All right, no, the moose. Okay, this is way different than I thought. I thought the moose was like maybe he like he was caught in like just the branches, and he was like just no, he's like there. up in the tree. No, he's actually like in the tree. He's and it's actually probably a cow because she doesn't have antlers. Parkour. Yeah, that's Parkour. it, right? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's straight up in the trees. Oh my god. Yeah, like she's climbing like monkey, like a monkey or a squirrel. Okay, next animal. Okay, next animal. We ready? Erica, are you on bottle number two or? I I have one last sip, and then I have a Martha Stewart nineteen crimes downstairs. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> lovely. Okay, let's do the next one. Fruit flies. This one's oh. funny. In a 2012 study in the journal Science, researchers compared the diet preferences of male fruit flies that had successfully mated with those of males that had not mated. The results show that unmated males preferred food containing alcohol, while the mated males did not. These insects turn to drink when they're sexually rejected. There are there. That's actually an issue where like (laughs) apparently that is an actual issue where like bars will have they'll literally have fruit fly problems where the flies will actually be able to get inside the bottles of whatever alcohol happens to be in there whether it be vodka or tequila or beer or whatever there's that's an actual thing so damn but okay it's it's all because it's probably only the males yeah it's probably the males that were sexually rejected so they're sad damn typical typical males being little bitches about being sexually rejected they turned the bottle they turned literally just like so many males are just bitches go off go off since i go off because like i feel like it's just typical i was just having this conversation with my sneaky link about how i was in a cult and how (laughs) and how when i was in a cult in high school a religious christian cult because i was in the midwest we're not getting into that now but like i'm convinced like they basically were like sexual sin is the worst and i feel like that's because the dudes that started the cult probably started the cult because they couldn't get laid and is I your boob like, out? What? Is your boob out? No, it's not my boob. No, out. it's not out. At first, I, I was concerned. At first, wearing, I was concerned. I'm wearing a dress underneath. No, no she has. She's got a bra on. It's okay. No, it's a dress. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a dress. Yeah. I was just like, you're starting to get more scandalous and scandalous. Yeah. No, no, I'm not gonna a boob out on the podcast. It's inappropriate, Maddie. Who do you think I am? There's so much more inappropriate things that have gone product, on here. Wait, I, I'm. Was this Protestant or Catholic or yeah, evangelical? Yeah, no, these group wives can't get laid and so they cry about it. Like, oh my God. Also, I was just having this conversation with Molly of all people about how we were talking about how women 
like it's a it's a we were talking about because we there's this guy that basically he was like having a cry fest a pouty fest because like he had like plans to get laid and then they didn't work out oh. and he was like a crier pants about it literally crier pants and it like we're like this is the perfect example of how women get laid when they want to men get laid when they can and men <laughs> are just bitches and I don't mean this listen I'm a feminist I'm a queer when I say bitches I'm not meaning like you know how I mean it I mean it how I, I know mean how it. you mean it not I know how you mean it but like men are bitches sometimes when they can't get laid and also it's like they complain too about how it's so much harder to date as a man because women have so many more options the options are shit okay <laughs> like it, yes we have options but they're not good okay anyways a friend from high school actually updated me about the options that she has and they aren't very and they aren't very good it's just it's just horny straight men and women pretending to be lesbian Sounds about right. That's kind of valid, yeah, Liam. That's that's kind of valid. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. It's just yeah. like, damn. I mean, um, but look, I'm, okay, look, I'm drink, look, I'm drinking. I'm in an orca suit. Do I? And I haven't gotten to that point yet. Do I? I haven't gotten laid. Does that count? <laughs> a little bitch. Liam, would be the bit. first time I've been called that. I'll say that. Liam, you're like a fruit fly. <laughs> Like, like a f- no no because you're not a little bitch about it that's there's a difference between like dudes that like cry about it when they can't get laid and like complain and act like their life's hard versus dudes that just like just move on Fruit well, Liam, are- you're, part, you're part of the queer community too yeah, you're right part of the gay, so like you're yes. kind of exempt okay yeah all right special privileges <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. On the note of fruit flies, I um culture fruit flies in my bedroom. You're disgusting. You culture I, fruit flies in your bedroom. What is that supposed to mean? And when I tell people that, it's like so off-putting, but it has a purpose because I own poison dart frogs and they eat fruit flies. So I have cultures oh. of fruit flies and they oh my reproduce. God. Oh wait, my you God. have cultures of them? Isn't that wait, wait, does culture mean like a big bundle of them or are they like all different? A big bundle of them. Uh, Okay, because at first, at first, that made me think. Wait, are these, are these frogs that you have? Are they like Nazis? Are they into like just exterminating? Just no, not like entire species of flies. No, 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 that's not. Ew, that's I don't like that. But also, um, no, okay, but poison dart frogs, you can lick them and get high. Bodhi was gonna eat your poison dart frogs, and he's gonna get high. That is a thing, and that is actually on my list. Should I jump to domestic dogs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Fill up your drinks, friends. Okay. Okay. Um, down on. Okay. So, domestic dog is on the list because Colorado State University emergency vet Tim Hackett sees lots of dogs who have accidentally consumed marijuana. Most of the time, he says, the dogs aren't trying to get high. They just get into food or other items that humans have left out. If they see a platter of brownies, they aren't going to stop at just one. They're going to eat until everything is gone, Hackett says. The chocolate, butter, and oil in pop brownies, which induce vomiting, are more dangerous to a dog than the drug. But the added marijuana can weaken canines' head muscles and cause them to choke on their vomit. Hackett is interested in the potential therapeutic properties of marijuana for dogs, but since they seem to metabolize the drug much more slowly than humans, giving peaches a blunt is decidedly not a good idea. Yeah, I mean, 
making them choke on their own vomit. God, so they're like, so it's actually really dangerous for them to actually consume this. Yeah, so responsible pet owners, beware, do not leave out your marijuana or other illicit drugs. Because I know you guys just have a lot of drugs in your houses. Right, valid. Krusty has never done... Ah, one time, Krusty ate my roommate's Adderall in college. Oh, God. Yeah. Did she need to get her stomach pumped? What was that, Maddie? (laughs) I was debating on telling you this, but Peaches accompanied me to the trap house one day. I fucking knew that. I knew, and I've wondered. Spill it, spill it. Spill well, it. she was in a room where lots of drugs were being smoked. And when we came back, she drank a lot of water and was like very like hyper. Oh, God. Maddie. But I, she's fine. She's good. Like, she's fine. She's fine. She got a tick. She's she got a tick. It was a long time ago. And I was like, I'm never going to tell you this because it was like so bad. It wasn't I, bad. It wasn't. I, it wasn't bad. I wondered because when when you left monterey like to get sober and i had just left peaches with you a few weeks before i was like what the fuck did peaches see i thought i thought about that she yeah she met some she was part of a gang for a minute part of a gang oh my god if, if if we let her run rampant in the world and choose she would she's be- gonna like She'd be running a gang. She's gonna take yeah. over the world. She's gonna take over the world. She fit right in, honestly. With she's just not gonna gangs. take over the world, but she's just gonna wreak havoc. Wreak havoc. <laughs> okay, Matt, yeah. next animal. She's gonna be like the, you know, move out of the way, you know, legendary gangsters, Benjamin Bugsy Siegel, or whatever Sicilian mobs there are. Yes. We got the Peaches gang here. And we're yeah, gonna but also, havoc. It's like that, but Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Okay, next animal. I'd love to see Peach and Nicki Minaj do a next animal. <laughs> um, that would be a great uh, spinoff, though. Peaches and Nicki Minaj. Just saying. Okay, elephants. It's long been believed that African elephants got drunk off the fermenting fruit of the marula tree. Yeah. The 1974 documentary "Animals Are Beautiful People" showed the three-ton mammals swaying and falling over after binging on the fruit. Yeah, that's what I saw. That's that video I saw just earlier. Yeah, okay. And I think that's like somewhat. It could. That's been uh, debated as if it's as whether it's a myth or not. But still, like to see a elephant swaying and falling over would be uh, something that's five ton, five to seven tons. Oh, Jesus. I'm wearing I'm a dress. Okay, so you're not naked. <laughs> Did you refill your drink? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yes. Okay. How many more animals do we have? All right. I got one, two, three, six. Six. Girl, okay. We'll do three. We'll do three. Rapid okay. fire. Rapid fire. All six. Rapid, rapid fire. fire. Okay. Rapid fire. Okay. Rapid fire. <laughs> you guys are like too drunk now. Okay. Okay. Vervet monkeys, and I'll just I'll um condense what I have to say about them. Vervet monkeys on the Caribbean island of Saint Kitts have a long history with alcohol. They used to devour fermented sugar cane grown by the rum industry, but now they actually scavenge cocktails from tourists. Bighorn sheep, this one's really interesting and I actually really relate with the bighorn sheep. 
Wild bighorn sheep in the Canadian Rockies will go to great lengths to find a rare narcotic lichen that grows in green and yellow patches on uncovered rock surfaces. After they scrape the rock with their teeth and eat the narcotic lichen, they appear ill or a bit mad. And these sheep usually are social and don't stray far from the herd, but they will negotiate narrow ledges, knife-edged outcrops, and dangerous talus slides just to get a hit. Songbirds feasting on fermenting berries and flying can be really dangerous for them. In 2006, 40 songbirds were found dead in Vienna, Austria, and their bellies were found to be full of rotting berries. Their necks were broken after crashing into windows, and apparently their livers were so badly damaged they looked like chronic alcoholics. Here's another good one. Jaguars in the Amazon rainforest sometimes part from their meat-eating ways to gnaw on the bark of the hallucinogenic yage vine. It causes them to act strangely, strangely similar to the way cats behave after they've had catnip. Mm -hmm. And Tucano Indians use the yage vine in a narcotic brew. Lemurs. This could be the reason why the lemur king Julian XIII and his cronies acted so erratically in the film Madagascar and why they like to party so much. They might have been high on millipedes. Periodically, black lemurs will capture large red millipedes and gently bite and bite it and throw it on the ground. And basically there's like cyanide in the millipedes and they become stoners. They rub it all over their fur and it probably has a practical effect of a natural pesticide, but it also acts as a narcotic and causes them to salivate profusely and enter a state of intoxication. Last two, are you ready? Yeah, yeah. go. Okay, bees get drunk off fermented nectar and have flying accidents. Sometimes they get so wasted they don't even remember how to get home, but even more tragic for the bees that do manage to find their way back home, they um, the hive imposes a severe penalty for bees caught flying under the influence even going as far to attack the poor drunken bee. Apparently bees like nicotine and caffeine as well. And they can find this uh, where nicotine is naturally produced in tobacco trees and caffeine is found in citrus. The very last one on my list is the domestic cat and house cats get high on catnip, which is a member of the mint family. The catnip plant produces an intoxicating chemical called Nepotalactone, which when inhaled or ingested causes reactions such as anxiety, hyperactivity, sleepiness, and drooling. And it's not just domestic cats that feel the effect of catnip. Lions, tigers, leopards, cougars, and lynxes also respond to catnip, which grows in the wild worldwide. The effect is harmless and generally wears off after about 15 minutes. Wow. Those are all the animals, my friends. Animals be getting high. Animals get high and drunk. They like to party. <laughs> like the lemurs. Also, it's not shocking. The on the loves to get I've high. had vervet monkeys try to steal things from me personally. So I. Oh, you know about vervet monkeys? When we were in Tanzania, uh, my friend Talia got this very iconic post. So vervets have blue balls, and she got one with its balls sticking out and it's flicking off the camera. And I was like, "This is the most iconic photo I've ever seen." That's amazing. That should yeah. be the um, photo for the episode. I'll ask her. Yeah, I'll ask her if we can. That's perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, yeah, I'll ask her if we can post that. Maddie, thank you for sharing your thank you so Yeah, thank you so much. Now, do you guys have any final thoughts? No. Not really. <laughs> it's been a no long thoughts. night. No thoughts. <laughs> no thoughts. Zero thoughts. Okay, well, thanks for joining us. Join us again for the next Porpoiseode.
And thanks for listening. Yes, thank you. All right, bye. Bye. And thanks for letting me host this episode. You still have to turn off the recording. Bye. Here we go.